Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, it's a chilly Saturday morning in March. This is what you would expect in December, but of course we were in the 70s in December, and so now we're in March. And it's what you don't expect or what you don't want. And tonight is the night that you move your clocks ahead and lose an hour of sleep. For those of you out doing stuff late at night, it's going to cut into your time and certainly make your rebound a little bit more difficult. Welcome to the program, everyone. Always glad to talk with you and always glad to take your phone calls at 412-928-9370. That's also the number of the Edgar Snyder & Associates fan text line. 928-9370, Edgar Snyder & Associates reminds you to text responsibly. We also have Twitter, which is brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Peters Township, or visit them online at southhillsjeep.com. Our show is brought to you by the good people of PNC Bank. Make today the day, PNC that's the way to do it. Also, number one, Cochrane. Shop 24-7 with Expressway at Cochrane.com and ride in style. We have a lot to get into today. It's a very busy time of year, which I love because it combines basketball, hockey down the stretch, football talk, as well as uh, baseball getting ready for opening day in you know, about a month from now or so. Meanwhile, we got a lot to talk about today. And I'm going to start by talking about the Penguins and where they are and why they are where they are, which is clinging to a playoff spot right now. When you look at some of the stuff they've done, and we'll get into this a little later, they lead the NHL in blown leads after leading after two periods. They're 24 and 5, which translate when you look at you know loser points, it's 20 and 9. They've lost nine times when leading after two, and you just can't have that happen. Uh, it's critical to put those games away, and we saw it once again for the third time this year against the Islanders, who swept the season series with the Penguins, winning all four games. But the Penguins had a 3-1 lead and could not put it away with five minutes left in regulation. Two, I thought, saves that Tristan Jari should have made, or at least should make if he's the kind of goaltender they want to believe can get them to where they have to go into the playoffs and then hopefully a round or two or more. But he has to be that guy. And when he's healthy, when he's on his game, I think he is that guy. I'm not sure if he's completely healthy. There's been talk about a hip injury. And whatever the case may be, those two goals that happened late in that game were 
I thought, number one, yes, bad coverage by Penguin defense. Anders Lee is always in front of the net, and nobody seems to take him out there. And he was able to redirect a shot that eventually tied it at three. But the one ahead of that was just a, a goal that you know didn't need to be uh, scored, I thought. It trickled in. It barely did. And so then they go into a, an overtime situation, had some glorious chances against Elia Sorokin, couldn't score on him, and then back-to-back breakaways, and then the second one, Brock Nelson. As soon as I saw it was Brock Nelson, I said, oh, here we go. It's over, and it was. He scored. He's a Penguin killer, as is Lee. Lee has seven goals in four games against the Penguins this year. But again, losing a lead late. They played a really good game for 55 minutes. I was encouraged by that. One of the things that kind of is perplexing to me is the, uh, and I get this, Jeff Carter has not had a good year. Jeff Carter's a signing that Ron Hextall has been criticized for and should be criticized for just because he's too old to be doing it at that level at that price tag. Uh, his his play has fallen off. Still, tremendous career. But late in that game, the Islanders pulled Sorokin. Penguins are up 3-2. to two. They have a chance at an empty net. There's a high stick on the puck, and he knew it. He did it. Now, some are going. if you're going to be critical of Jeff Carter for that, uh, I, that's not something I would do. Uh, there are plenty of reasons to be critical of his game. But he was trying to get the puck out of the zone. It was over the shoulder. Sure, he could have let it you know, fall into the ice, but at that point it may not have uh, resulted in you know, possession for the Penguins. So he went through full well knowing that that was going to be blown dead and uh, missed out on an opportunity to put the game away. More importantly, what that did was it brought the faceoff back into their own zone. And, of course, the Islanders win the faceoff, and it's Dotson who puts it in front, and Lee scores the equalizer. I'm not going to go so far as to blame Jeff Carter for that. A lot of people already have, I see, on Twitter. But to me, um, there are other things that cost him that game. Uh, That was one moment. Yes, he knew what he did. As soon as he did, he had to have known. He's been in the league too much. It's, it's, it's instinctive. You see the puck hand-eye coordination when I knock it out. Maybe maybe it was just so fast that he wasn't aware where his stick was. I don't know. But I'm not going to blame him for that. He's still got to win a face-off. You can't let the guy go in front of the net, just do what he has to do, like Anders Lee always seems to do uh, against the Penguins. That's just a terrible loss, and there have been a lot of them. So now the Penguins find themselves in a situation where they have back-to-back games this weekend, both against teams in their own division – and it's going to start with Philadelphia today. But when you look at the situation, the Islanders have jumped ahead of the Penguins in the wild card. 76 points to 74. So the Penguins have the second wild card, which means at this point they're scheduled to play Boston if they hang on to that. However, the Penguins have three games in hand on the Islanders. Florida's lurking behind with 72 points. The Penguins also have two games in hand on them. And Ottawa is at 70, but they've played the same amount of games as the Penguins. Today, it's the Flyers coming to town, and the Flyers are a mess, as they have been many, many years. The guy who took over for Ron Hextall, who was fired back in 2017, Chuck Fletcher. What happened yesterday, or two days ago, whenever it was, Chuck Fletcher gets fired. And now Daniel Briere takes over as their general manager. He's never done it before, but he's worked himself up through the ranks after a 17-year playing career for the Flyers. Uh, the Flyers are a mess, but they seem to have the Penguins' number. And when you do that... Uh, that's a problem today. So that 3:30 game seems like a, a game the Penguins should be able to win, but given how they've played Philadelphia when they come to Pittsburgh, I'm not so sure. they got to get these two points, as Tristan Jari will oppose Carter Hart. Tristan Jari has to be better. It leads to another problem with him. What do you do in the offseason? Are you convinced he is your goaltender of the future? Are you convinced that he's worth what he wants at $6 million? I think the price tag may be coming down a little bit, 
and certainly I hope it does, uh, based on how he's played. If they want, but they got they got to have somebody who represents a franchise goalie. I thought he would be it, uh, and now the way things have gone, I'm not so sure. But they have to solve that issue, and they have to come out and play a complete game. And if they get a lead, put the game away. They have the Flyers today. They have the Rangers tomorrow afternoon, also at PPG Paints Arena. So it should be very interesting to see how this whole thing works out. So we have that to talk about. Give me your take at 412-928-9370. Another issue that a lot of people are talking about is Pitt. Where does Pitt go? Where does Pitt end up? Disappointing finish by getting you know blown out essentially at Notre Dame, even though they got back into that game um, on the road on Mike Bray's final game. They lose to Miami in a really competitive game. So they end up at the fifth seed. They win one game, but they get blown out by Duke, who's playing in the championship game tonight of the ACC. Pitt is 67 NET ratings, net ratings. I don't, you know, all these computers will tell you. What it tells me, without getting in all these machinations, is Pitt is going to play in the play-in game most likely in Dayton, Ohio. And maybe it's against Penn State, although Penn State is taking care of business. Give them a lot of credit. Man, I mean, hot, they've won eight of nine Two in a row in the Big Ten tournament. They're playing again today. They got Penn State at 10 against Indiana. You got Ohio State, which is on a roll. And these, Ohio State can knock Pitt around a little bit. Uh, and certainly Penn State can do that as well. And others, UAB is a team that could win their conference. And if they do, they're going to be a surprise entry, uh, automatic bid, and that can affect teams like Pitt. So I think Pitt is probably going to have to play in Dayton. And if not, that's fine. If they get in, they get in. But they're going to have to earn it against somebody, I would think, at this point. 412-928-9370. By the way, Penn State, back-to-back really good wins. Seth Lundy, Jalen Pickett have been outstanding. Pickett last night, 15-9, and almost a double-double and a win against Northwestern. Their second overtime win against uh, Northwestern in about nine days. So we have that to talk about. Also want to set the stage for you about uh, a big trade that happened in the NFL yesterday. And this is one that I think people saw as potential. But they didn't necessarily think it was going to result in as much in return. We haven't seen a number one overall pick traded since the the pick for Jared Goff back in, I don't know how many years ago that was. Um, But the Chicago Bears moved out of the number one spot, which to me will have an impact on what the Steelers may or may not be able to get. I'll explain that in a minute. But the Bears, you know, trade that number one pick to Carolina. So Carolina's going to get Chicago's number nine and number 61 pick this year, and a first-round pick in 2024, a second-round pick in 2025. So it's multiple first-round picks, multiple second-round picks, and they even throw in wide receiver D.J. Moore. But what that's going to do is knock Chicago down to number nine. They don't want a quarterback. They believe in Justin Fields. That's fine. Uh, Carolina somehow believes – I don't know who they believe in. You know, they have Matt Corral. Did they take Matt – I think they took Matt Corral last year – later rounds, whatever. A lot of people thought he could be their quarterback of the future. Are they going to go risk-reward, high ceiling, very, very low possibilities with Anthony Richardson, a very talented guy who's one of those guys you look at raw ability, but you watch him in games, you wonder about his decision-making. Will they go Will Levis? There are a lot of things that can happen here. But anyway, the Bears are going to be down to number nine, and they need offensive line help. That's another position that may affect the Pittsburgh Steelers because they need offensive line help as well. 412-928-9370. We'll get into all of that. This is also the opening of the Riverhound season tonight. They play at Birmingham on the road. Just so you know, uh, KDK TV, CW, we've picked up uh, the contract of the Riverhounds. We're happy to have them on Pittsburgh CW 22 times this year, starting with tonight. 
in Birmingham. And then the home opener coming up on the 24th, I believe, of March. Um, so unleash the hounds. That's a team that could win a championship. They came very close last year. So follow them, and if you get a chance to go down to Highmark Stadium and watch them in person, it's always a great night out. 412-928-9370, get to the lines. We got Andy in Virginia. Hey, what's up, Andy? How are you? Hi, good morning. How are you doing today? I'm good, thanks. I just want to touch base on Pitt and um, just the overall look at the ACC conference and maybe a little comparison to the Big Ten. And uh, the, the thing I find interesting is there's uh, probably nine teams in the Big Ten they talk about getting in. And uh, most of them are 11 and 9, 10 and 10. And they seem to beat up on each other. You compare it to the uh, ACC, where because Carolina is having a down year and they view uh, Duke as having a down year, although I think they're going to be a top eight team very easily uh, as the tournament progresses. If you change a few of the jerseys, I think uh, that Pitt team would definitely be in if they were North Carolina with the same record. And I also think that if um, you look at the way they do the Nets, if they would have ended up uh, losing an extra game to Miami and then maybe splitting with North Carolina but beating a bad Notre Dame and a bad uh, Florida State, they probably would have uh, been easily a number eight or nine seed based upon how that net rating is. And it's just, you know, the narrative is the narrative, and the narrative is based upon how they want the narrative to be. And it's just very disappointing. Well, it's also about what these computers will spit out for you, Andy. And, you know, this goes beyond, you know, what you see on a daily basis. It's, it's, you know, and some of the computer rankings that I see make me question a lot of things in some of these mid-major conferences where, pe- where if you look at non-conference schedules on some of the teams that may get in or, or nothing better than what Pitt had, I thought. But for some reason, they get credit for, you know, strength of schedule. Um, I don't know. I, I it's, it's too complicated for me to figure out. I think if I look at it from what I've seen this year, Pitt is a uh, tournament team, in my opinion. Uh, maybe, you know, barely in, but they're a tournament team. I think there's too much emphasis on November and December on this non-conference stuff. I also think sometimes the voters in this committee will be influenced by what happens down the stretch, even though they say they won't be, but they are. And I think how you finish does impact how they see things. So, you know, that's what you got with Pitt right now. So we'll find out, but thank you for the call. I think Pitt and the ACC generally is disrespected a little bit based on some of these other conferences. All right, let's go to Joe in Verona before we take our first break of the morning. Hello, Joe. How are you? Uh, good morning, Bob. Yeah, two things, real quick, Pirates and uh, uh, the Pitt thing. Uh, I was watching an exhibition early, you know, when they first started spring training. I'm just watching, relaxing. And I think Joe Block or Brian says uh, they already have their starting five. And I said to myself, wait a minute, man, you know, that can't be true. I says nobody loses 200 games and has a starting five. Everybody has to work for a position. So that I want to ask you if I'm right on that. And the other thing, I just seen another bracket on TV before I was talking to you, Bob. And as high as the ACC, they got Virginia in one of the brackets, number four. That's the best we got. And they may win the whole thing plus their record. I'm real confused about how uh, the ACC is getting treated this year, Bob. Well, so am I, Joe, and that's what I just said. I thought I, I'm not so sure how they, they look at it. I think because they perceive, you know, North Carolina, this goes to show you, though, about how things work. Beginning of this season, Joe, North Carolina was the number one preseason-ranked team in the country. Number one. Everyone <laughs> thought one thing, and they're being influenced by how they're playing. Okay, right. fine. That's one specific team, but some of these other teams in conference, I think Clemson's a really good team. They may get totally shut out. I don't oh. know why, but when you watch them play, they're, they're, they're one of the best 68 teams in the country. So 
I don't I don't know an answer. I don't have an answer. As far as the Pirates, you know what it is? It's we're going to bring in veterans and try to dangle them up for trades. You know, yeah. Vince Velasquez was brought in and given a spot. He's a veteran, okay, and, and he's had a pretty good spring. I get that. They already know that Keller's going to be in it. They know the Brewbreaker's going to get in it with no push from anyone else. And Brewbreaker don't seem to, you know, he's up and down all the time. But one other thing before I get off, Bob, uh, what you were saying about, like, the football season, they should never start their rankings until the fourth week. They always pull that top ten, and then everybody has to work their way up, and the big teams work their way down, and some of those big teams aren't in the top ten. It's sad that they do yeah. that right away instead of waiting to see what everybody's doing. So do you agree I, ideally, with yes, I agree, but also they love people talking about their sport, and one way to do it is come out with this kind of stuff. So okay. that's, that's why they do it. That's why they do all of this. So that you talk about it left and right, and there's controversy right off the bat. People's, but you never see. You're right. You haven't seen any of these teams play. You have no idea what they're capable or not capable of. You have to wait and see until you get into sort of the meat of things. And and yeah, I would agree. Delay rankings. There's no reason to have it other than to, to cause controversy. That's yeah, it. okay. Well, thanks, Bob. Have a good day. All buddy. right, Joe. You do the same. Four one two nine two eight ninety three seventy is the number to call. Let me know what you think. We're also going to get into Lamar Jackson. A lot of people think he's being dissed. Is he? What do you think about Lamar Jackson? And what do you think the Ravens did? Is it strictly business? And then we're going to talk about all the golf balls that are going into the water at TPC. Uh, All you golfers out there, I want you to call me because I've seen some numbers that make me wonder about the wind down there at Sawgrass and some of the stuff that you see with players really taking dunks with some of their golf balls. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We are brought to you in part by PNC Bank. Make today the day. Number one Cochran. Shop 24-7 with Expressway. At Cochran.com. Also, if you want a great place to watch today's basketball, hockey, whatever, go to Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg. Come see what everyone is talking about at Iron Rock. And Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman, they got your back, not your water, uh, not your not your wallet or your water. <laughs> and they also tell us about the Ireland Contracting Nightly Sports Call. The good people of Ireland Contracting. We thank all of our sponsors for sure. In the meantime, we have a lot going on here today, talking about an assortment of stuff. Um including hockey, of course, the Penguins, where they are. They got two big games. You know, if they get in, uh, it's going to be how they how they defend and also how they protect their goal with Tristan Jari and goal. 
Uh, you can tell me all about the big three and how good they are, but it still comes down to goaltending. If you get elite goaltending, if you get game-changing goaltending, you can win in playoff series, especially when they're short series. Uh, we've seen that time and time again in the NHL. Um, but the Penguins haven't gotten that so far. It's been very erratic, just like their protecting leads has been very erratic. And a man who knows a lot about the Penguins joins us right now on the fan hotline. It's Gus in Beaver County. Gus, what's going on today? How are you? Bob, it's a great day for hockey. I can't believe I was sitting there watching the Pens the other night. And I said, these guys were playing a heck of a game tonight. And it was around five minutes left. And that goal went in to make it 3-2. to two. I started looking for another goal to go in. And then when it became 3-3, I said, well, maybe the Pens could pull some magic and win it in overtime. And, of course, they didn't. But we do have issues. I think it has to do a little bit with the age of the team, with the style of play we're playing, and with our goaltending. I'm very concerned about this team moving forward, Bob. And, Bob, let me quickly say, looking up in Minnesota, they have two ex-Penguin goaltenders. Mr. Grubauer is lighting it up, and Mr. Andre Fleury is lighting it up. Their team's playing fantastically well. Um, I just depends. I, I really feel for them because they're, they're trying hard, but they just don't seem to be able to put it together. They can't put 60 minutes together, Bob. Yeah, and they're losing critical uh, face-offs uh, while on the power play, and that's unusual for them. Um, you know, and they, they quite frankly mismanage their cap. They mismanage who they brought back and the money they gave those guys. They got rid of two of them. Um, you know, when Kasperi Kapanen got off the books, Brock McGinn got off the books, Jeff Carter can't get off the books. And quite frankly, I, I wouldn't play Carter. Um, I would, you know, they brought up um, Nylander again, emergency, and I'm not so sure what that exactly means. Mike Sullivan will address people here pretty shortly. But, you know, they need, I'm glad to see O'Connor play. They, they needed to earlier in the season bring up more guys from uh, Wilkes-Barre Scranton and, and find roles for them. Uh, by by not true. doing that, you're, you're, you're in a situation now where you had to get rid of people because of their contracts and nobody else has had a legit opportunity, so you don't trust them at times. It's, it's taken O'Connor a long time to get the trust of the coaching staff, I think. Um, so so here you are with a team that's still the oldest team in the NHL and got older at the deadline. By bringing in Granlin, you're going to deny yourself probably a chance to keep Zucker around. He's been your best player so far this year in terms of what he brings to the table. That's a very good point, Bob. It would break my heart to see if the Penguins can't resign him. That guy's playing his guts out, and has, he's having a career year. And, Bob, a little birdie's telling me Ray Shura's lining up the Flyers. He might be coming out of retirement. And, Bob, let me end my call. I want to give kudos to the Pitt basketball team this year for what they did, okay? These kids played their hearts out. No matter what happens the rest of the way, they should be proud. And Penn State is really making me proud as a Penn State graduate. Micah Shrewsbury is doing a fabulous job, and I hear he's got some really nice recruits coming in. He really does. Shrewsbury has been outstanding in what he's been able to do, and I like his persona. Uh, I like how he coaches, how he deals with each of those players, and, and they respond to him. And we've seen it from Seth Lundy and Jalen Pickett. Penn State is an emerging basketball team that could – pose a problem to people in that tournament. And I think they've played their way out of bubble and now on to some line somewhere. We'll see what it is. And a lot of it will depend on what happens in the next two days, if they can pull two more upsets. All right, Bob. Well, let me just end my call saying I'm still hoping the Pens could uh, get it together in the playoffs. Anything can happen. But uh, we need to get some better goaltending. We need to address our play when we have a lead late in games especially. Yep, those are the Thanks two biggest problems. Call, Thank you, Gus. Appreciate the call. That's that's it. 
You got to come up with bigger goaltending at bigger times of games. You know, you saw it in that Florida game when they went down there. Uh, there was at the end of the second period an opportunity for the Penguins to, uh, it's a two goal swing. Sidney Crosby denied by Bob Roski, who didn't make a whole bunch of great saves, but that save, and at the other end, they go down and score uh, in a span of 30 seconds. So that's what I'm talking about with game changing moments of games. You've got to make saves. Sorokin did it the other day by stopping a couple of shots from Petrie and, and Pedersen in the overtime. And while they're not the sharpest of shooters, you know what I mean, they're not guys you don't – they still have big saves at big times. And, and, and that did not happen in the last five minutes of the game. Also, the way the Penguins – it's almost as if they lack this ability to figure out how to finish games. Like, they're not confident enough in those situations. They've shown the ability to come back, and I think they can dig deep on those kind of situations – but, man, they have really made it difficult on themselves with regard to closing out games. And I'll tell you what I'm talking about. So far this year, nine times. I'm gonna Some of these, I went back and looked to see just how bad it was. You know, the Penguins had a 5-2 lead against Boston back in early November. And 5-2 entering the third, Boston scored final four goals of this game, and they won it in overtime. The Buffalo Sabres, you might remember this one, too. They were up 3-1 in the third period. Also early in the season. And the Penguins lose on five straight goals, six to three. The Detroit Red Wings, this one bothered me a lot, the Detroit Red Wings game, because I remember being there and brought some family members down to this game, and I couldn't believe what we were seeing, that uh, it was right either before Christmas or after Christmas, whatever. Uh, Penguins had a 4 nothing lead at home. After the first period, they end up losing 5-4 in overtime. You just can't do that. And the list goes on and on. Against the Islanders, they've done it three different times. When you play that way and when you can't close out games, it sends a bad mental image to a lot of players. They're not playing the right way at those critical times. They don't know how to play in those critical times, and that has to change. They have too much talent to be what they're doing, and I hope it starts today against the Flyers and tomorrow a bigger game. They have three games against the Rangers in the coming week. Three games. The Rangers are, you know, they're not playing their best hockey you know, I remember back when the Penguins made trades to get Jerome Ginla and Morrow and the, and the crankshaft. Everyone thought the Penguins were going to win a Stanley Cup that year. They go into the first round of the playoffs and get swept by Boston. Um, you know, bottom line is, even if you're loading up on talent, that doesn't mean your chemistry is going to be right. They brought in Tarasenko in New York. They brought in Patrick Kane in New York. They brought in back Tyler Mott. They got a lot of talent. But does it mesh? Can you just resist the fact of putting – Patrick Kane on your number one power play when that power play was really good even without him. They didn't need to do it. But again, you're bringing in a Hall of Famer. He wants to play on that power play. You put him on and you disrupt it. So the Rangers are not playing that way, and they can be caught as third in their division. They can be caught. We'll see if the Penguins have enough to do it or the Islanders or anyone else for that matter. 412-928-9370, that's the number to call. We got more calls on the way. Again, thank you to PNC Bank, number one Cochrane. And Iron Rock Tap House, Greensburg. Go watch big games, big screens, great drink, great menu at Iron Rock Tap House. We have a lot to get into. I also, as I promised, we're going to get into some of the things dealing with the Steelers and the NFL. We got free agency beginning. Technically, it's Wednesday, but the legal tampering period begins on Monday. So if you're allowed to tamper, baby, you're going to tamper. They will tamper, and we'll know a lot before Wednesday. We got more coming up right here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Rolling along on a Saturday morning, and it's St. Patrick's Parade Day. St. Patrick's Day is next week, but why not double dip, get two for one, and that's what people are doing in downtown Pittsburgh. So be aware of some of the travel restrictions that come with that if you are heading into downtown. In the meantime, busy day today. We got hockey. We got a lot of basketball. Got the TPC going on, the Players' Championship. And we also have the beginning of free agency in the NFL. And I want to get into this real quickly before I go back to the phone line. So hang on if you're on the line. Um, you know, there are going to be some deals going on. There are going to be some players that I would think are going to get some big deals. I don't think this free agent class is as deep as it's been, but there's always going to be, you know, a frenzy that comes with it. Teams are going to jump on um, players that they think can help them. Keep in mind, the uh, the spending should be even more this year because of the increased salary cap, which was raised from uh, 208 to 224. I think it's like $16 million more than it was last year, and it's expected to take a more significant jump next offseason. There are a lot of good players there, and there's a safety out there that's going to cash in, I think, because of the way he's played. And Philadelphia Eagles have had some really good players. They got all the way to the Super Bowl. Uh, it is C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Nobody's really paying attention to him, uh, but he led – the league with six interceptions, even though he missed five games. He's only 25. He got an opportunity. He's made the most of it. Of course, the quarterbacks are going to be in play. Jimmy Garoppolo, where does he go? I got a feeling that Josh McDaniels out there in uh, Las Vegas with the Raiders may. He has a relationship with him. He knows him, and he may be their fit now that uh, Carr is with New Orleans. A wide receiver that a lot of people think might head to Pittsburgh, maybe, but I don't know about this just because of the cost. Jacoby Myers, uh, 26, he's really made a nice career out after being an undrafted guy. But I don't know how much they want to pay. I don't know what the market will be for that. There's a cornerback out there the Steelers may be interested in, although I think, number one, they want to try to get Cam Sutton. And if they do that, they're not going to do this. But Jamel Dean is a guy who's been absolutely uh, 100% always playing in Tampa, uh, full-time starter. He's, he's worked himself into where he can cash in. He's only 26. I'm looking at guys who are still in their mid-20s. If you're going to give a deal, uh, enter some offensive linemen. Juwan Taylor's out there. We've talked about him before on our nightly sports call show. Uh, high pick, I can't remember what it was, second or third round by Jacksonville a few years ago. Um, but he's durable. He, he's played in a lot of games, started just about every game in Jacksonville. And you could see him being in demand, depending on you know what people are willing to pay. And if the Steelers really want to get fancy and add to their defensive line, 
even though, again, Larry Ogunjobi's guy is going to get a lot of attention, and should, I suppose, but Zach Allen is one of those guys, too, from Arizona. Um, he was on the field a lot. He made big plays at big times, almost got the double-digit sacks. So, you know, the bottom line is there are going to be options out there. It's a matter of what the market says. And what the market says, the more interesting story will be, what does the market say about Lamar Jackson at quarterback? The Ravens did a business move, and their business move was, we will make you the non-exclusive franchise tag, which means go and shop your services, find out what you're worth. We still have the right to sign you, and we'll match an offer if we so feel that's the case. But if we don't, then we're going to get two number one picks. I thought that was a smart play. I still do. A lot of people are, you know, cashing in, saying, hey, what? come on, give the guy the money. Well, it's not that simple, just give the guy the money. Uh, these are business decisions. He's made one by not having an agent. And he's not getting the necessary information, I think, from his mother, himself, whoever's advising him. He needs someone who knows this system well and how to play the cards, how to play the system. So right now, he's stuck in a situation that a lot of teams are just saying, we don't want to, first of all, we're not giving up two number ones. And now the money that would take, you know, Lamar Jackson got an offer last year from Baltimore he should have taken. But no, he wanted what Deshaun Watson got. That That was the albatross deal out there that I hated. I hated it. Uh, Cleveland, I still believe it's going to come back to haunt them. That's not what you want to do in terms of guaranteed money to a guy with all the problems he had. And now, and rightfully so, Lamar Jackson is looking at that saying, you know what, I'm an MVP, I'd do what he does only better, and yet I'm not getting that. If you want to play that game, good luck, because that contract is not going to be duplicated anytime soon, and nor should it. Own owners were upset with it. They should have been upset with it. They should have looked at Cleveland and said, Jimmy Haslam, what are you doing? And now it's going to affect this situation. 412-928-9370. Let's get out to Bill in Slippery Rock, who joins us right now on the Fan Hotline. What's up, Bill? Hi, hi, Bob. I really enjoy the show and listening to you through the years. Thank you. Yes, I just want to comment about the Penguins, and I know I, this might be a rep rep repetition. But, Bob, you know, you look at this team and the problems that they have, and I, I hate to do this, but with Mike Sullivan, why don't we ever hear – a drastic need to focus on one of these, whether it be blown leads or odd man rushes after a goal. I mean, I know the goaltending situation is kind of what it is, but there doesn't seem to be a sense of urgency of making either a verbal or a physical statement. I mean, Jeff Carter, sit him out two games. The third line's not producing. Change the lines. Make Spread out the talent on the upper six. I just don't see in any other situation with sports or even in this town where a coach is just able to continue to go through the motions without making a change. I agree, 100%. First of all, he's not publicly going to do that. That's not the way he handles things. I know for yeah. a fact that behind the scenes he's a little different with his players than he should be. But he's not wanting to come out and do what Michael Terrian did the one day where come you know where he just lost it and said they're soft, one of the worst if they're trying to lose or succeeding all this. He's not going to do that. Because um, yeah. he has about a uh, you know a veteran team, he doesn't need to, but he does need to get under their skin a little bit, and I think he does privately. With regard yeah. to roster changes, absolutely, he would be well within his right to do it. There should be no deferential treatment to anyone like Jeff Carter. Jeff Carter is a guy who had a great career, Stanley Cup champ. He's, he's earned everything, but he's not playing very well right now. Therefore, when you're in a situation where you're losing leads late in games, he shouldn't be on the ice in critical moments, in my opinion. That, that's nothing against him personally. That's just the way it should be. They have guys, Alex Nylander's up. He played a good game the other day, had an assist. Let him play. Give him minutes. Don't. And they should have done this earlier, in my opinion, earlier in the season. 
instead of just trotting out the same lineups day after day regardless. And you can make line changes in game. That to me that doesn't do whole a whole bunch. I went I went I went a little bit, you know, if you're not playing, okay, sit. Maybe that's the best thing to get a guy going is to sit and watch, you know. There's no worse feeling than having a two-goal lead and waiting for the shoe to drop. And I'm sure you can remember the New Jersey Devils in the 90s, and I'm not advocating for some of those major changes, but that would never happen. In the game was almost closed if they had a two-goal lead in the third. And I'm not saying you go completely conservative with your play, but you make adjustments and you can say, look, we've improved in these areas that have been going bad all season, even one or two of them, that, that okay, that's not happening anymore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but this team is the oldest team. I just – I look, you know – Chuck Fletcher got fired in Philadelphia because he did nothing at the trade deadline. He has veterans who could have been moved. They could have gotten some assets. He did nothing, right? So he loses right. his job. The Penguins waited too long to make moves, in my opinion, and Ron Hextall felt not the need to do it, and I think he could have done some things differently, but waited too long to do them. And as a result, then I think it. my only read on this is that he, at the end he, fell, he's, he was forced into doing something, so he – he comes up with Marcus Granlin. Nothing against him either. But his production has fallen off. And to owe him two more years at $5 million, I would have been okay with that if he was a rental player. He's not a rental player. He's going to cost them too much money for what he brings. So there we are. Well, thank you, Bob. All right, man. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate it. 412-928-9370. We're going out to the Mon Valley. We got Ron joining us here on the Bob Pompiani Show. Hey, Ron. Hey, Bob. Hey, um, I just want to have a discussion with you because – I slightly disagree with your Deshaun Watson uh, scenario sure. because if you look at the quarter, uh, quarterbacks that are now in the Super Bowl, in today's NFL wins on elite quarterbacks. Defense is over. So Steelers put all their money in defense and a lot of money in defense, and that's not getting them anywhere. So you have to, you have to take a chance. When you see a, a, an elite quarterback, which I believe Watson is, you have to take the chance to throw the money even if he's Even if he's elite, Ron, my, my contention with this is the fact that they overpaid with no reason to overpay. If anything, they could have gotten him for less than what they paid him. Given his baggage, given what they gave up to get him, which was way too much in my opinion, they, they had an opportunity to move in, swoop in, and get a guy for less. Because I don't, yeah, I don't know how many other teams were actually making bids against the, the Cleveland Browns. And, and if well, he and if he's in a position of dictating terms, given the fact that he had 24 of those claims against him, then 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 the league's in messed up shape too. Okay, but okay, but what's what's the claims against him have to do with his ability on the field? It's part of who he is, and it's part of problems. Did you see what they did in order to to get the deal done with him? They had to guarantee that only his massages would take place in, and if not, he would violate the contract. You know, right? Okay, but the point is, what has he done beyond? regular season and this is why I asked the question about Lamar Jackson I like Lamar Jackson much better than Deshaun Watson I do but I also know that the money he's after is unrealistic and it's that that contract has thrown everything out of whack in terms of you know Lamar Jackson's personal situation I, I don't well, I, I he's never going to get that money never I, I would have to be before you pass judgment I would have to see what happens in the next two years with Cleveland and see how he progresses because I think that he still can be above Jackson because Jackson's had a chance in the playoffs and failed. Deshaun was on a terrible team with Houston for years. I got it. 
still produce well, great Let me numbers. ask you something. What, you know, Baltimore takes a lot of criticism here for their move. Why would you blame Baltimore for their move? They're protecting both sides of this. They're protecting their own interest in him. And if it's an offer they want that someone else makes and they match, they can still retain him. Or if it's too much money, and, and, and clearly because they haven't come to a deal in all of this time, the money is a huge difference. So they now protected their first and second round, uh, two first round pick interest. That's that's a perfect business move. This is a business after all, isn't it? Well, Jack, Jackson, in my opinion, can turn out with Le'Veon Bell. Where he's he sets the goal way too high on his on his contract needs, and then he finds out that nobody wants to pay him, so he's going to have to settle for less. Which is why he should have taken last year's offer. Yes, yeah, it was, it I was agree a good offer, and I think he could have been set for years, and they would have. But, uh, and the but, other thing with Lamar Jackson, you do have to change your offense. They got a new offensive coordinator in Baltimore who may not like becoming a run first team, and they they were the best running team in the NFL for two straight years. There's nothing wrong with that, except they had nobody to throw to either, and his throwing was he, at times inaccurate. Do you think that Steelers kind of wasted too much money on their defense and paying some high contracts on three players? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a big defense guy because I think you still can win with it. I understand you need to outscore teams at times, especially when you're dealing in a in conference with Patrick Mahomes and maybe Aaron Rodgers now uh, and all these other high-flying quarterbacks. I get it. You have, And I think they, you know, they, they could be on track to do that with Pickett and whatever they do in this season and the offseason. So if they have both, it's never bad to have. Now, the disparity of contracts, it's very heavily uh, weighted toward the star players, and there's not much left for anyone else. That's a problem because it leads to what you have now in that you're looking for inside backers, you're looking for cornerbacks, and one injury can throw everything off, as we've seen in the past. So it's dangerous right. that way. But I understand why they did it. All right, okay. Matt. Well. Great, great day. Thanks. Hey, great talking to you. Thank you, Ron. Let's squeeze in Paul from Irwin before we go to a break here in the top of the hour with uh, Nick Callis headline. Hey, Paul, what's up? Hi, Bob. Uh, backing up your point about uh, the problems that uh, Deshaun Watson brought to the negotiating table, uh, not only were there uh, still not settled uh, possible criminal and civil uh, uh, problems, but also – I think at the time they didn't know what the uh, league was going to do to punish him, too. So for him to be worth all that money, I, I kind of agree with you. The league is in a little bit of problem. Yeah, it was an outlier contract that should never have been given not that much guaranteed money. I, I, I'm just shocked. And it's it has an effect on the rest of teams who are perceived to be doing something illegal or colluding because they're not willing to go 233 guaranteed. That's a lot of guaranteed money. It's a business. They have to make smart decisions. Bob, thanks very much. Good day. All right, you too. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate that. 412-928-9370. Got another of our of calls coming up. Get on the line. Let me know what you think. And also hit me up on Twitter at KD Pomp. Big thank you to our sponsors, PNC Bank. Make today the day. Number one, Cochrane. Drive in style. Shop 24-7 with Expressway at Cochrane.com. Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg. Go watch all your games there. If you're in the Greensburg area, if not, drive there. It's worth the drive. Also, Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. They got your back, not your wallet. And... Ireland Contracting, home of the nightly sports call. We're just getting started. Got another hour on the way. And Nick Callis, sports headline is coming up. And more of your calls right here on the Bob Pompiani Show, Sports Radio, 93.7 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.